Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com I'm 
Please watch me fly. I am a hero. Please, I'll never die. That sounds like the Asian guy, it's though. Not, it's not the Asian guy, James. It's not okay. the Asian guy. I am a hero. Yeah, yeah. I just sometimes I feel like a little hero and I deserve a song. <laughs> and I know I'm not getting that song out of you, you know? No. No, 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 no. Yeah, so sometimes I wish there was a tiny Asian man that was inside my, my studio. Sure. Who would just sing to me. I am a hero. Um, but in my voice, and I obviously want him to look like me, so I want his hair cut like me, the whole shit. But, okay. Um, eh, it's me. It's Just me. a mini Asian you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exciting times going on here. Uh, studio's almost done. Almost done being built. We're, we're going to have live shows here coming up in July uh, next week. Oh, yeah. Super stoked about it, Jabes. You did a great job. This place looks amazing. Thanks, man. I mean, the, we'll, we'll leave it up to the people, but I the think... People. The people. Are you are you putting up? A lot of people have been asking. Are you putting up serial killers uh, behind you? I'm putting up for the live show. I'm putting up everything that I love and hold dear, and a lot of those things are cult leaders, serial killers, yeah, unsolved crimes, yeah, okay, and then just like sprinkled in uh, weird movies like Frankie and Johnny. A picture of Dolly Parton. You know, just like, it's a wall of things that I love. Right, right. And um, I know it's weird that it's mostly serial killers. Swanky and Johnny is who you want? That's who you want up there, huh? I love, I love Frankie and Johnny. I love a Pacino. Isn't that Pacino? It's Pacino and Pfeiffer. Now listen, that is a good movie. Have (sighs) you seen it in a while or you just hated it from the beginning or? I don't think uh people have seen it for close to 30 years oh but, my god if you know you know uh, you, boy with frankie and johnny yes weren't they working in a diner in new york if i wasn't mistaken oh, gosh. Or new and, jersey oh yes and it is so there's it's a very depressing yeah it's the worst gosh, I, it's just them fighting it out and like getting you know like yeah. they're so not supposed to be together I, it's and one they're of, so tragic. Yeah, it's one, it's one of those films that <laughs> feels too close to real life. I don't. I hate movies like that. I that know, feel you do. too close to real you life do. where you're just like, oh god, um, that, why would I want to watch somebody else's awful relationship for a bit an of hour like Greenberg or something? Yeah, like I, you die. Oh, I can't. I can't, I can't you, stand it. I yeah, can't stand, yeah. I don't like watching people's personal relationships melt down in public either or at parties or functions where you're just like oh fuck oh gosh no yeah 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 so there is no way i would want to spend money to sit in a theater and watch that type of fucking bullshit like if i if i wanted real life nightmares Mm -hmm. um you know i'd take fucking sativa or something right before bed or <laughs> sure yeah yeah or like what'd you make me do one time what's the wait, wait, wait they always say this thing with weed it's like oh is that an indica or a sativa sure because it's if it's one or the other you're not gonna be able to sleep uh whatever it is and the indica you can't sleep right because sativa i don't know it's, like, it's such bullshit okay. I, I have no idea um, yeah it all makes me not feel great tired so um you made me smoke a little weed and watch uh 
What was it? Is it Platoon? What is the one that you made me watch? That's like uh, uh, Apocalypse a, Now. Apocalypse Now. Yeah, yeah, Apocalypse yeah, yeah. Now. Yep. And I don't smoke weed. So this was a like, let's have a, a bit of fun tonight. Sure. Do you know what I mean? And I thought, all right. Yeah. I'll watch a movie with you. It's just you and me. I don't have to worry about any social interactions that are going to go wrong. (laughs) And you annihilated my mind. Now, was that on purpose? Did you think it was funny to do that or what? I really wanted you to get into the film to to really enjoy Apocalypse. Now, Redux... The uh, 20 year anniversary or whatever the fuck it was. Sure. Uh, which was which is an, an incredible film, by the way. Right. I, I boy, even just thinking about that movie now, they just don't make shit like that at all. Anymore. They really don't. Uh, that was oh, that was incredible. Yeah, but that was not nice. So that was needless to say the last time that I tried Marijuana. To have a good time. Yeah. Well, James. On marijuana. Marijuana. Uh, we got a big show. So we're, we're going to hop into the sponsors real quick and then uh, and then get nasty because um, it's this is an action packed show. Uh, first and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast to order coffee. They make it straight in the warehouse, and then they bag it up straight to you, um, which is which is just rad, Jabes. Uh, they don't rebag that shit. They make it fresh. Uh, you can get bags, K-Cups. Their apparel is top-notch and second to none. Um, with the promo code one-time use of Revolution, you get 20% off. They're also running like a 4th of July special for 10% off, which is, is incredible. Amazing, amazing, amazing. <laughs> I'm choked up thinking about it. Oh, my god! I'm actually killing some Black Rifle coffee right now. We're super early in the morning here. I get I get fly out. I get flight here in a couple hours, Jabes. Do you? Mm. What time's your flight? I don't know. Like noon, maybe. Oh, my gosh. A nooner, huh? Yeah, it's oh. an old nooner. Ooh, that's a, that's a dicey time. We, re- we don't re- record that much at 8 in the morning. Um, no, we don't. Uh, as per geez. as per the night owl over here, uh, as per usual, you wake up at eight in the morning. Nothing's happened yet at eight in the morning. That's true. Nobody's dead. That's true. Unless something crazy happened the night before. Yeah. Like, no, nobody's dead. Really? Nobody's dying. Yeah. And when, when you're up as late as I am, I know nothing happened the night before. So it's just like me waking up to nonsense today. It was just like, yeah. Sure. No, nobody dies till like 10, 10, a, 10 a.m. on a Pacific Coast time. That's where people usually die. Yeah, what will Bourdain? We woke up to it. Yeah. What? Yeah, eight, um, seven, eight. I woke you up way too early with the Bourdain thing. Oh yeah, must have been Paris, a Paris time. It was Paris time. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go, James. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Can you carry on, please? Uh, Jeez, that, that that Paris time will get you, won't it? <laughs> Carry on, dude. Every time. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm on Paris time. <laughs> you really must go. It's gorgeous. Speaking of Paris time, uh, get yourself and your mind on Paris time. Go and go ahead and pick up a copy of my new novel, Night She Cries. Uh, no, it's the sequel to Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed. It's uh, When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It. This is why I should never do 8 a.m. shows. <laughs> Ever. You were going hard with that for a second. Ah, night Ever. she woke. Well, uh, you know. Listen, both. 8 a.m. is. They're both available. Fucking horrid. Um, they're yes, both they're available. both available. When darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. 
is the sequel to At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed. It, it's, the, it's the funniest book ever written. And there is no debating that anymore. Uh, I talked about it last night uh, with uh, the Drinking Brothers, my other show, the Drinking Bros podcast. What makes this one funnier than the other one? Um, I, I didn't have any restrictions or rules, and I didn't have to report to fucking editors of the man because uh, there's no fucking way they would have let this go down. So uh, we're we're twenty. We're currently twenty one hundred copies shy. Of the New York Times bestseller list, we're about 38 days out. Um, this is important, kids, because I need all of those pre-sales. They all count toward opening week numbers to get on the New York Times bestseller list. So please buy that shit now. After the first week, the, the numbers revert back to zero and you have to start all over again. And it, and it only goes by the week. So this is the only time that I'll be able to do it. Please, please go out and pre-order a copy of When Darkness Falls. He doesn't catch it. Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, all the dot coms. I recommend. I recommend Amazon though. They're doing one day shipping with the book, which is fucking sweet. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you're getting this fucker the next day, um, which is really cool of them. So shout out to Amazon. Uh, next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Shablankers. Shablanks. Blank, blank, blank. Shooting blanks. Strike Force Energy is the premier energy drink in all of the biz. They're uh, they're doing it right. Man, did I tell you Sean Matson was in Forbes? No. Yeah, he was in fucking Forbes yesterday. Uh, Strike Force. They did a a whole piece on Strike Force uh, disrupting the energy drink market. And uh, man, it, it's fucking awesome to see. I've been fuck. I've been riding with these guys for about three years now, and I, I'm, I'm not lying. Their their product really is superior to all other energy drinks they just need more marketing man that's it like that that's that's the only thing those guys are missing is they need more money to market but it's impossible like if you look at the numbers uh i was studying red bull's company the other day and i don't look i'll I'll be full disclosure here i i started off a red bull guy because that was my first introduction to energy drinks as a whole i don't know if that was the same way with you yeah yeah so I used to fucking, you know, move to L.A. And uh, that was my go-to in the morning because I still wasn't a big coffee guy back then. So I would get like a sugar-free Red Bull to start the day. and Oof. Yeah, exactly. Does that seem weird to you now? Like, kind of like, oh, God. Not Can ne- you imagine? Not necessarily. I, I just, Oof. I don't like the heaviness of it, which is why I like, like a, the strike of force. Uh, um, but I, I noticed that the, the deal with Red Bull was as they were everywhere. Every fucking party I went to, everything. Oh, yeah. Those cars. Oh, uh, dude, they're still, they still have those cars. They I know. still so, do like, the videos money... and all the shit. The money they dump, I, lo- I looked at it and this is what I was getting to. I looked at it, you know, 70% of their, uh, the money they make goes right back into marketing. It has to, like, there's oh, no boy. way. I mean, there is a Red Bull like booth or like. Some kind Same of Same with like Monster. Dispenser. Same with Monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Monster's kind of everywhere. And the reason I'm telling you guys this story is it's the same with Strike Force, man. If if Strike Force had and look, there is there just a few dudes working over there. If they if they were if they had that kind of money, they'd be they're literally they'd be big as big as Red Bull or if not bigger, because they have a a superior product. So um to see that these guys are finally starting to get recognized in Forbes and all this shit, like I'm stoked because this product's been great for a long time. Uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com. Try, try, uh, 
Try one of their four tasty flavors. Talking about a ridge, lemon, orange, and make America grape again. The fucking the packs are only 99 cents. Grab a 10 pack. Uh, tell me what you think of it. Uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com. Use the one-time promo code. No, that's this promo code is good every time there for a revolution of 20% off at nice. Strikeforce. Yeah. 8 a.m. Japes. This is this is a real fucking kick it's in the dick. It's going to be fun. It's um, going to be a real fun, kooky, quirky. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. Strikeforceenergy.com, promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off every time. And they ship in the in, everywhere in the entire world. They do. Uh, last but not least, talking about straightrazors.com. That's a clean cut. Smooth. Oh, you like it? Oh, boy. <laughs> so they really like the last one. Yeah. People really seem to like that scat porn one. Yeah, they uh, they really like they really sent their love for that. They really sent their love. Somebody wrote in. They were like, "Man, I I I almost thought that the entire episode was going to be about scat porn, and that was going to be a little too much for my Monday morning." It's going to be a bit commute. much. Yeah, <laughs> and I I felt that too yeah. as we were talking about it. And the the fun thing was just like trying to backpedal you know when you're like trying to explain how you're like not crazy and it makes you sound crazy yeah, yeah so yeah. i'm like i'm not into it like yeah. i promise i'm not into it and the uh, more i'm like saying it yep the more people are like mm, i think she might be into it yeah people are at home just picturing your face smashed up against a, a glass coffee table getting oh we learned something on. yeah we- you want to tell the audience what that is? <laughs> so that if you're if you're Pooping on top of the glass table, which I was saying. While a human is underneath. While a human is underneath watching it all happen. That's called a glass bottom boat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, straight razors. Now this is smack dab right in the middle of your ad. First it's Deb, then it's Dale, then it's this shit. But but for for straight razors... (laughs) The product's so good that we can talk about whatever. Right we, we and smack can. down. Yeah, they, they really do have the best like razors and shit uh, <laughs> on the planet. The old glass bottom. <laughs> because it made me be like, oh my gosh, boat. remember just glass bottom boats in general. Oh yeah, yeah. How that was like a real feature on a vacay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now all you're going to think of is somebody <laughs> fucking dumping out. On top of a human with their face smashed against the glass. Oh, is that a glass bottom boat? <laughs> if we walked into a dinner party, by the way, and we saw that going on and we didn't know I, it, I, I, I'd be like, oh, you guys are glass bottom boating each other. Oh, yeah. It would feel good that I knew the lingo. Yeah. yeah. And I'd feel right at home. <laughs> you sure would, James. You sure would. You're simply the best. <laughs> uh, so is Straight Razors. Straight Razors is simply the best. Uh, they've got the finest, finest shaving equipment on the planet. They're aftershave. I use it every fucking morning. Smolder. Um, and their cologne. I love Smolder. Uh, they got beard oils, mustache waxes, shampoos, conditioners. And if you're worried about using a straight razor, don't be. They get a safety razor. And uh, this shit ain't the Dollar Shave Club, Holmes. This is for real hombres. Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Yeah. Uh, big show. Big show. I want to start at the top of it by saying um, uh, I did an interview late last night 
which is uh, why I was up late last night. Did an interview for our sister show, Drinking Bros Podcast, uh, late last night with Vincent Rocco Vargas. Um, you know him. You love him. He was obviously one of the OG founders of uh, Drinking Bros and has now moved on to an incredibly successful Hollywood career. And he's currently shooting the Mayans in Los Angeles. Uh, as I've been talking about on this show for the last few episodes in the uh, with the immigration and border crisis, I said, hey, I- I'm going to try to get a border patrol agent on the phone and uh, and try to explain what's actually going on there. Um, about four or five uh, agents who, who listened to the show um, hit me up and they were interested in doing it. They ended up backing out uh, due to the current political climate and uh, for fear of, of losing their jobs. And I said, hey, man, uh, look, this show is awesome and I think it's life changing and important. But it is definitely not important enough for you to lose your job. Absolutely. Over. So I'm not one of those assholes who's just going to do it for the fucking interview and, and try to get it done. But I, I felt that it was important to uh, to do a show and talk about it. Because if you're going to talk shit about a, a certain subject, try to learn as much as you can about it. And that happened last night. Rocco was in the Border Patrol for many years. And um, uh, he posted a video on his Facebook page, on, on the Vincent Rocco uh, Vargas page on Facebook. And... It was about a three to four minute video about him explaining the system and what it was like and all of that shit. And it was really thoughtful and it had nothing to do with politics. Uh, it was simply policies and laws that were enacted and what he had to deal with. And he was working during the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. And uh, so last night, um, he agreed to come on and do uh, Drinking Bros. And we did a full uh, hour show on it of what really goes on at the border. And, um, it was it was crazy, uh, so it was absolutely crazy. So tune into tomorrow's uh, Drinking Bros podcast um, and listen to that. Maybe we'll do a crossover and put it on here as yeah, well. Yeah, because we were talking about it a lot as well and yeah. didn't really know like what exactly was going on down there, exactly. just like anyone else. But we want to know. So maybe we'll we'll cross it over and rerun it next week um, because it it is unbelievably fascinating. And uh, again, you'll get to hear that this has been going on for a long time and what the conditions were like and what the conditions these guys are under as far as ICE and, and the Border Patrol and all that shit. And it's like, man, it is really hard to fault these guys. Um you know, I look. I look at them the same way as is. I look at uh, the the men and women in blue. Like you can't shit on these guys for trying to do their job, and it is an incredibly difficult job. And um, Rocco really drives it home uh, of what they actually go through on a day to day basis, and it was unbelievably fascinating. So we'll cross that over next week, and uh, it'll be on Drinking Bros tomorrow. With that being said, uh, I, I've shit on celebrities um who were on twitter on social media talking shit about uh, immigration and these families getting ripped apart and fucking these fake tears and showing you know old photos from 2014 from when their president was in office and all of that shit and uh and i said hey if you're gonna fucking talk shit about it go down to the fucking border if you're that concerned, go down to the fucking border and see what's going on or help out or, or do what you can. 
and, th- and then your voice becomes important. Otherwise, you're just on Twitter like a fucking asshole. Same yeah. with me. In your gated community or your whatever. Exactly. Just like, yeah. And, and look, it's the same with me. If I didn't actively seek out these people and try to be more informed, um, I, I'm just the same asshole who's talking shit. Uh, so I, I did something about it. Um, it was, it was weird. Uh, I had to did I have to catch Rocco in a parking lot of an AT&T cell phone place in Los Angeles last night to do this interview? You bet I did. Sure. <laughs> sure. But I wanted to get it done cause it's important and I want to be more knowledgeable about the subject. You're um, a real, you're a real AC 360. You bet. You bet I am. <laughs> you're in the eye of the storm. I'm, I'm the new, I'm the new Anderson <laughs> Cooper. I'm out there. I'm pounding the streets. <laughs> Um, but uh, tonight I, I do want to spotlight, uh, celebrities who have actually gone down there. Um, one of them, this is, this is, gonna, oh boy. this is going to, oh boy. it's going to be okay. a shock to you guys. Okay. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt your soul as much as it hurts mine. Um, was I hate this person and, uh, today I can't hate her. Right. I can't hate her. Um, Again, it's fine to talk shit, uh, but when somebody is actually doing good or attempting to learn more about a subject, you can't talk shit about them. And on this, the the first person is Lena Dunham. Yeah, probably my. Oof, I, would you say that's my number one like, oh, yes. hated celebrity? Probably? That's your in in uh, action movies or what? Where they have a nemesis? Yeah, where it's yeah. just like the exact opposite of everything everything you stand for and they just like ah you know that's your nemesis that's your nemesis and that delicate little flower um that that white little that white little snowflake from privileged new york yeah took a plane (laughs) she put on a bandana around her neck she did um, no, but she really did. She, she like took a bunch of celebs with her. She, you went, know, went down to the border and, uh, they, they, look, they protested, they had signs, um, and they were, you know, they brought a camera crew. They were actively asking what's going on. And, uh, I, I have, I have zero problem with that. Um, that, 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 that shows that you're at least trying to do something. And you're trying to understand what's going on. And, uh, you know, you take the Judd Apatows and the fucking uh, Steve Levitons and the Paul Feigs who are like, I'm, I'm not going to work for Fox because Fox News is showing his footage. Fuck off. Again, that, that does nothing. What Lena Dunham did was actually drop whatever the fuck she was doing because, uh, like it or not, she's extremely busy. She's got a new show uh, that's coming out on HBO. Um, she wrote it, produced it, the whole shit. Oh, yeah. She's extremely busy. So to, to get up and leave during the middle of, of all of her bullshit, um, you know, she was probably going to a fabric store that day also and uh, looking for some 1940s clothes. Sure. Or, you know, that were five grand a piece. Right. Um, or some vintage jewelry at a flea market. Exactly. She, she, she stopped all that. She stopped her production schedule and, and went down to the border. Uh, I want to name the other people who were there as well. Amber Heard. Uh, That's a shocking one to me. Why? Um, she's not too busy right now. She, she kind of is. Is she? she, It seems like she's got some time on her hands (laughs) to be completely honest, but yeah, she keeps popping up in big movies. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and plus she was dating Elon Musk for a while. She was? Oh yeah. 
she went from Johnny Depp to Elon Musk. Um, I know that relationship is over with Elon Musk now, but yeah, because he's with some weirdo now. Well, he's some little weirdo. He's losing his mind. Um, or is he? No, Amber Heard to some other like young little pop star weirdo. No, I, I not nothing just in really. General. Just in general, uh, yeah. I mean, right. they're having some serious problems at Tesla, and. Uh, well, he was bound to go the um, the mad scientist route, right? I mean, he is That's so... What he is. That's what he is, man. Um, smart. Yes. Yeah. Something uh, has to give, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And I, then you start growing your hair all weird and... Yeah, he... Uh, you know, I, I, I told you about the that short little doc piece I saw on him where they had a... They caught him in the middle of a mental breakdown and he was crying in his office. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the, the guy's too genius for this, this world. Yeah. Um, but uh, Amber Heard was there. Uh, Mira Sorvino was there. Sia. Okay. Um, I wonder if, if she actually saw anything or, or if her hair was in front of her face. But uh, Yeah, no, you saw her face. Did you really? Oh, yes. How was it? We know how Sia's face is, right? <laughs> you guys have seen it. There was one album, remember, where she had like, she was like drawing like with yeah, crayons yeah. or whatever. You know, she's a, she's a, a lady. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely all the things that a lady is. Nailed it, James. Nailed <laughs> she it. She has eyes and nose and lips and all those things. And tits. No, no. She's a, she's cute, but like putting like covering her face was probably the best idea she's ever had. Not because it's ugly, but it just makes her so much like cooler and hotter. And so you're like, oh, I forgot how she looked. Like, what does she look like under there? Yeah, I. Because with I, that I, voice, I have no idea. Yeah. If you just hear the voice, yep. Shit. Yeah, she's amazing. She's Sexy. amazing. Uh, Joshua Jackson was there. Okay. From, from, uh, from I Justice like that Creek. I'm just like judging everyone. Yeah, like you, you are. say the name and I'm like, oh, she's ugly. Okay, go ahead. You are. Um, I don't, <laughs> Joshua Jackson, he know. had a drinking problem, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. boy, did he ever. <laughs> Told that story the other day. Um, when you're sober, you, you know, you got to find stuff to do. So he's down is he at the- sober now? I think he's sober now. Oof. I think that's the deal. I think that's how Yikes. he- Yeah. Uh, good. Well, look, good on him. But uh, the last two were Anna Camp and Skylar Austin. I don't know. I don't know who those people are. But um, uh, the fact that they they went and they are trying to understand. Oh, it's the Pitch Perfect couple. You know them, right? Pitch Perfect. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The like guy that's like not gay, but he like really should be, and he's yeah. married to the other girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, like uh, a musical couple. So they were there, and uh, look. Uh, you, uh, you can't you cannot be angry about that um trying to help out or trying to to understand and learn g- g- good on them and again like uh, i'll spotlight them and, and and say their names out loud because it's uh it's not coming from seth mcfarland or judd apatow no paul feig or, or steve levitan um because let's face it steve levitan is richer than jesus he's been on he's created shows for 20 years he's been on the air for 20 years yeah that guy's got at least close to a half a billion if not more money you could take a you could take a couple days off and go down there if you really wanted to yeah and i think she raised money or donated a bunch of money as well so like lena dunham did yeah like to reuniting families i don't know how i don't know where exactly that fund goes but um that's what they're doing now so it's about okay okay um, yeah, hey, hey man, like to them and you know me, like I would not ever pick out Lena Dunham and, and praise her ever in a million years like if I, I didn't think it was important because I, this is important. If again, if you're going to talk shit on somebody, 
talk about people when they do good as well. And, and this, this is a great thing that they, they went down there for their cause. And so. I think our main thing is like hypocrisy where we, we just don't like you to sit up in your mansion and, you know, pretend to know what it's like to be a real person with right. real problems or anyone trying to solve anything or, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So yeah. basically, if you're going to just put your money where your mouth is, no matter what your cause may be, you got to respect that. Absolutely. And, and and I look, I could have chosen the, the other route of just not talking about them at all. People might know that they didn't do this or not existed. And no, that's not right. Like, uh, again, you can't talk shit if uh, uh, and be a hypocrite about it. Like, uh, good on them. Um, you know, because then you have the opposite situation, which is uh, what's going on. You know, we talked about the, that Red Hen restaurant. Right. And, um, you know, you have a, a celebrity like John Legend, who, Jesus Christ, oh. talked about him before, uh, Snooze Fest. I would play one of his songs right now, but you would fall asleep and probably crash your car. Yeah. Um, all of me, all oh, of you. Talking about his hilarious wife, Christy Teigen. I wonder if he records all of his music in a dentist office instead of like a studio. Cause that's, that's who you're, that's your, that's your demographic right there. So like, yeah. Do you just record inside the dental? Just so you like can the, like get the feeling and like yeah. <laughs> see how people are really, if they start moving at all, he takes it down. Do you know what I mean? So he's just like, he'll watch people. And if they start to get into it, nope, slow it down, slow it down. They're dancing. Yeah. yeah. You know, they yeah. look like they're having a good time. Let's. So he, he chimed in uh, uh, from this uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders getting thrown out of the restaurant the other day. And he said, uh, why don't you stop separating people from families and we'll eat, we'll let you eat wherever the fuck you want. Oh, that was his exact quote. We. Yeah. Oh, John. I'm, I'm sorry. We. We? <laughs> who is, who is we? He's so delusional. He thinks he, he runs every restaurant now. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've never when seen When you live like up that. on the hill behind the gates, <laughs> you get real delusional. Ask, ask me this. Ask me how tall John Legend's um, wall is, <laughs> wall is around, around his, house. his house. It's eight feet. I can tell you it's is eight it? feet. Yeah, it's, it, it's an eight foot that wall. Is a tall. It doesn't that. seem like it, but really it is tall. It, oh, yeah. Like I'm, I'm six three. I'd have a hard time getting over it um, because it's brick. Because you you've tried. There's no, there's no, there's no grasp there. You can't, Ra can't get a toe in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get a toe in. It's, it's, uh, it is not conducive for border jumpers like myself to try to get into to right. rich Beverly Hills right. neighborhoods. Um, Stop separating us from your infinity pool, <laughs> John, John Legend. Okay, it's not fair. I just want to be in there. Um, I'm seeking asylum from Los Feliz. It's dangerous. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. So it's like, man, you're sending out these tweets from like literally the the, the your compound. Yeah, the exact shit you're protesting against. Like, no, no wall. We don't Keep want any all security. Keep us all together. This is unfair. Also, I, I, I definitely have an eight foot brick wall around my and entire his, mansion. His kids aren't school age yet. So no, like, they will be. They will be. Real and soon. he'll have to segregate them. Yep. 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 From 
from the Los Feliz kids, you ask, from the Echo Park kids. Yeah, you you want to ask where they're going? They're, they'll be going to that all white private school that oh, is yes, uh, forty five. Yeah, forty five thousand dollars a year starting in preschool. Oh yeah. Um, so why don't you tell me how that is on, on day one of that? Uh, when, when you walk in and they hand your two year old an iPad because you've paid $45,000 a year for their pre-K education. And again, tell me how your real problems are. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm not like rich shaming or anything, but it's just like, but you can't talk shit when you're, that's what you're doing. And you can't say we will let you eat. Like you're not down, you're not there. Yeah. You're not in Virginia ever. And if you were, you wouldn't be eating there even. Yeah. So what do you mean we will let you? Yeah. Because like, look. That just and, feels and very weird. By the way, for us, like as well, if you want to know, know our story, here's our story. We don't live in a gated community. We don't have a fence around our house. Um, our, our, our child doesn't go to private school. <laughs> like, right. This is real shit. Why? Because I feel safe in, in my neighborhood. I feel safe in America. Um, I don't need a fucking eight-foot wall around my house. Right. Uh, Cut pu- to if we still lived in L.A., that would not be the case. Exactly. Um, so. Because it's, to me, overrun with immigration, and it's fucking dangerous, man. I got robbed three times in L.A. Uh, I mean, once I got my car stolen. I, yeah. I, I've got my car. I've gotten... Th- Three different cars stolen in LA. I've been robbed three different times at three different locations. Like I've I've lived in uh, actually none of those. None of those were shitty neighborhoods that I lived in when I got robbed three times. No, and we never did live in like shitty, shitty. It was no, it was hipster. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of them, but it was never like you know down and dirty. Yeah. So I, I yeah. That, that 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 city's full of fucking crime, and it's uh, like it, cool. This is what happens um, uh, when when you live where there's no laws anymore. Right. I've I was a victim of uh, car sleepers three times. Somebody slept in your car. Yeah. Did you ever have that? No. You probably had locks on your doors that worked. Yeah. <clears throat> so I had like a couple different cars. Sort of. The first car that got stolen, they robbed a bunch of places in my apartment building. And then just, I get to watch the footage the next day. They, they just walk through the garage, uh, clicking all of the uh, keyless entry remotes that fucking beep, 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 beep. Right. Mine lit up first. It was in the spot that was facing wow. outward. And I, I physically watched them steal my car. That's a lot of effort for that. But um, yeah, so I would go out to my car. I worked at a, not to brag, I, I worked at a Starbucks. And back in the day when a it was like the minimum wage was high, you got benefits, tips were great. You anyway, bet. again, not going to brag. Sure. Um, but I would go out to my car. When you open, you have to leave at like four in the morning. And I would open the door and boom, there's just a Mexican looks like some kind of, you know, labor Manual labor, just sleeping in my front seat. You're kidding. Mm-hmm. Dark, and it's dark, and I'm by myself. So I was just what, like... What time is this? Four in the morning. Shit. Um, what, do you, what, what do you do? What do you do? What do I do? You, you like almost... The first time I was just like, ah! But then it like startles them, and you're like, oh, fuck. And like then you think that you're going to get in some kind of fight, and they literally just get up and run away. They're not trying to like steal anything. They're literally just sleeping. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And it, again, it happened three times. So I knew the other times to just be like quietly like, hey, 
gotta go kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you gotta get the fuck out of here. Because screaming, you know, you know, when you're woken up by a scream, you might uh, hit or kick or punch or something like sure, that. Sure, sure. So, yeah. <laughs> and so we decided to leave. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, when we had a child, we, we decided to get out of Los Angeles for the exact reason of like, hey, I want to go back to normal America where, you know, you can raise a child then go to I, I went to a public school growing up. You did, too. Me too. Um, we had a normal life. No, no fences. No, right. no borders around our house. Yeah, no yeah, walls. Yeah. No, yeah. nothing. So we wanted our kid to have the same uh, experience in life. I'll, I'll commute back and forth to L.A. for whatever the fuck. I have to do movie wise. Um, and unfortunately, like the small town that I grew up in north of L.A. that you still can go to public school, the property tax and property. Oh, that, it's, I cra- mean, it's crazy. It's to a level that it's impossible. Yes. To live. Yeah. So, you know, I would have done that, too. But we just wanted we needed to do something about it. Instead Absolutely. of talk shit or whatever, we just. Absolutely. Figured it out. So, so with, with, with all that, um, we, we practice what we preach like this, this is what we do. This is our life. And this is why, whereas somebody like John legend and crazy Tegan are just tweeting from behind Mm. their huge wall in their mansion. And it's just like, Oh God, this is so crazy. This is all so crazy. I can't. And they weren't down at the fucking border. Like go down with Lena Dunham and them, you know, uh, really fucking do something. Yeah. So, um, I, it's all such a fucking crock of shit. And then yeah. Ma- Maxine Waters, that's, uh, yeah, that fucking nightmare. Um, that she's the, 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 the older black woman from, uh, one of the reps from California. Okay. Uh, she wants to run for president. Sure. They, they definitely do not want her to run for president. She right. is 80 years old. Gotcha. Um, she's the one who, uh, Bill O'Reilly was just like. Why is she wearing that James Brown wig? Oh. Yeah. Uh, and that's can't what, say that, though. You cannot. Yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You cannot, you cannot <laughs> yeah. say that, which is, you know, he was promptly let go later sure. on down the road. But um, uh, that, that's that's who she is. Right. That's who okay. everybody associates her with. So when you see her out in public, she held a presidential rally to try to pre-presidential rally to get. She was like, I am the, the grandma for the millennials. The millennials love me. Uh, 14 people showed up. Sure. Um, But they keep giving her camera time uh, over and over again on on CNN. And uh, she said to go after these people. She said, if you see a Republican in a restaurant, go after him. And I was just like, man, And Trump replied. He said, hey, Maxine, you should be real careful here, because if 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 we ordered our people, you know, our our supporters to show up at your restaurants, it would be fucking chaos. Yeah. So uh, that's a real slippery slope there. And but this is what we've we've come to. Uh, the, the the cover of the the L.A. Times this morning was surprising, and it's just said the resistant movement has gone too far. I mean, pulling people out of restaurants and all this other shit, and it's like this celebrity rhetoric rhetoric is just amping up, mm-hmm. just click by click, and you can feel it every day where you're just like, oh, yeah. man, you're getting real close to to razor's edge here, just losing your fucking mind. Yeah, there's gonna be some kind of crazy. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's going to be, but uh, so, something is going to happen out in public, and it, I, I, I something's going to get bad here because we're. I, what I didn't realize is we're only eight 
eight, like 18 months into Trump's term, there's still two and a half years for oh these people boy. to have a fucking full on meltdown. I can't handle it. And it's, it's coming for them. It's coming for them. Um, the other thing that, that was, was awesome was uh, the other day we talked about who do we trust news-wise. And then mm. I said ABC News. That's, that's kind of the, the only thing that I, I remotely trust. And uh, they try to stay. They try. I, I will say this. They, they really try to stay in the middle. They veer a little left, but not too much. And that's pretty much the only primetime news you can watch. And the, they also sent crews down to the border um, okay. to see what was happening and um, uh, to kind of show the audience of like what, what it's really like, what's going on. And even that was fucking crazy last night. Absolutely crazy. So I'm, I'm watching it last night. Um, I'm on the, uh, the, the treadmill at the gymnasium. Sure. Working out my body, wailing on my pecs and my quads. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm kidding. I was on the treadmill. Walking on an incline. Yeah, yeah. Walking on a, on a 3.0 incline, just trying to burn enough calories to get Hi. through the fucking day. I had some weights on my, my legs yeah. and Jesus. my wrists. Jesus Christ. I haven't gone there yet, but we're getting close. Sure. Um, and I'm watching it and, and they're, they're going, they're, we're live from the border and we got this footage and they're going out with, with, with ice and, and some border patrol on camera. They caught a fucking smuggler smuggling people into the country. I was just like, oh, oh, oh man. Did uh, they not want that? I don't think so. Probably not. I don't think they did. But the fact that you send one camera crew out and on your first hour of shooting, you catch a smuggler and dropping off people into the country and, and he's explaining it like the, the, the ice uh, guy is explaining it in real time where he's just like, see, you see now he's going to take this boat back across over to Mexico. And he's like, there's nothing we can do about it. Right. Uh, like they're in the middle of the river. Now they're not. And uh, there's absolutely That's nothing it. we can do. And he goes, this is our job all day long. Um, but, but to see it live on ABC news last night, I was like, Holy shit. Right. Also, we should be like after watching that story on ABC News, I was like, we should be paying those guys way more money (laughs) (laughs) because that's it looks fucking dangerous shit. Right. Where you don't know who the fuck's hopping out of a boat. And it it was one of those like uh, uh, it looked like a blow up raft, but it had a motor on it. And you're like, man, did you just add a motor to a blow up raft? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, whoa, yeah, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Um, mm. You don't know who the fuck's hopping out of that shit. Mm. Uh, cra- it was crazy. Absolutely crazy um, to see. But look, yeah, good on them, too, for, for going down there and showing it. Because they could have they nuked that footage, too. Oh, yeah. Because you know goddamn well CNN sent a camera crew down there. They would have oh, nuked no. that footage altogether Mm-mm. and just found you know separated You'd find it later like on somebody's cell phone separated a kid from their family and just shot that for an hour and a half yeah um yeah but yeah uh that was crazy to see where i was just like holy shit um like they're actually reporting it yeah yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't I believe think it now they have to there's too many you know numbers out there that are real like i guess that it's only like 350 out of 2700 that are actually because of, you know, right. this separation and not other issues that have been going on forever and all of that where they're just like, they can't really hide from it anymore. Right. When the New York Times is reporting it, they they can't hide anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, <laughs> they've clearly tried all they could to turn it in a certain direction. And then it's just like, oh, fuck. 
all right, I guess we got to report this shit. Really? Yeah. Because you listen to their podcast, right? Yeah. So I listen to The Daily, which I told you, is it seems like they're trying to go both ways, where they'll praise things that Trump does, and then they'll like, you know, or whatever. Sure. They'll like really go into how, you know, they're misreporting, how other people are misreporting on things that Trump is doing. And I like that. But I think it's very recent that they're trying to do that. Right. Um. So, so yeah, I think once they started being like, well, I think these numbers are a little bit skewed, <laughs> skewed. And I think they're using numbers from again, 2014. Yeah, and these yeah. are things that have been going. So once they have to go there, then you know that everyone else has to, you just have to numbers don't lie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's it's and again, I mean, it's it sucks that there are there is a small percentage of the kids that have been ripped from like literally ripped out of, you know, right. Their mom's hands. It's a very, very small percentage and there should be zero percent. That is horrible. But I think the reason that we're able to be like, what the fuck is because it's not reported in that way. Well, and so you get pissed off about it. So it's like, it's not okay. You the, know what I mean? It's not okay. The, the other thing that's, um, it's just, uh, again, when we rerun this, this uh, interview with Rocco about being in the border patrol is uh, he said a, a lot of these times the kids are coming by themselves. Yes. And that's what I'm saying is the large the parents percentage are throwing is them that. over. Yes. So once they're in, uh, and he explained it, um, he said once they're in, then they, they can get their families in. So they're, they're, a lot of these right. families are sending their kids alone. So yes. it's not as if they're detached from their families. The family sent them by themselves. Yes. And that, like I said, that's a large percentage of what's happening. And then there's a yeah. very, very small percentage that these people are getting outraged about, which... Like we said, you know, rightfully so, you shouldn't. I don't care what you did. The, the other interesting fact that he said last night that we were talking about was I, I it was reported that um, only 30% of people that were actually crossing the border to come into this country illegally were Mexicans. The, the, oh, yeah, uh, no. The yeah, yeah. 70% mm-hmm. was, um, he like said Guatemala it was, yes, and, yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. specifically said Guatemala. and um, They're and, seeking asylum from there. Like we were saying... Mexico, you don't need to seek asylum from Mexico. Like, give me a fucking break. No, but Guatemala. Um, I'm not sure. I can't really now, speak El, to El, that. I've El been there. Salvador, and it's El, very dangerous. Yeah, 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 but El Salvador. But there's nothing to seek political asylum from. You're not in a dictatorship. You're not in a communist country. Uh, El Salvador was different. They had some type of uprising, a revolution, or something. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, genuine asylum seeking and, and all of that shit, uh, you know, and the Obama policy of that, you know, wet foot, dry foot. Uh, if you come over from Cuba, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you if you reach U.S. soil, you're automatically right. uh, a citizen because you're running from a communist country. Uh, very quietly, he ended that on uh, with, with a week left in his presidency. Really? Yeah. Obama that did. one I like only because it's like, if you do. If you can make it from Cuba. Do you know what I mean? Like about, that, isn't that a, cr- like one of the craziest fucking journeys? It is. It is. The way that they're doing it and stuff. But like w- with the technology and everything that's going okay. on today, it's like, dude, you can get in a cigarette boat and be here and, you know, real quick. Oh, okay. Um, I think at the time. Now, if it's you're like, swimming or taking a raft. <sighs> Boy, you I say it. come here. Yeah, I say come here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a blanket, right? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I mean something had to be going on. Uh, um, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, and, the- and asylum is such a, there's so many different things that they're able to claim. So that one's a difficult one too. But yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing that's crazy that I saw yesterday was uh, Donald Glover. Um, oh, yeah. Being uh, charged with plagiarism for uh, this is America. This is America. Right. Usually, um, you know, these I, I try to give musicians the benefit of the doubt um, because it's 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 a lot like the movie industry where you'll have these frivolous lawsuits and somebody will come out of the fucking depths of wherever to try to gain something off of your success so i i try to in this look we get sued in movies all the time um uh, musicians get sued all the time and sometimes it 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 doesn't go your way in uh in in music wise in the case of ed sheeran you know he's he's lost uh, i think two or three plagiarism suits in the last two years one was to tom petty that's crazy though crazy and it has um, to be really really similar for you know, I listened to that case, the 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 case of the Ed Sheeran Tom Petty thing, and I I didn't hear it. Okay, yeah. So I, I just um he had done an interview that said uh, who were your inspirations during this album? This album's great, blah blah blah. And he had said Tom Petty, and I you know I I've been listening to a lot of Tom Petty these days, and blah blah blah. Somebody in Tom Petty's camp heard it, and then they played this album, and then they filed this lawsuit, and. It is what it is. To me, if you play the songs next to each other, uh, they don't sound similar. It's not like Vanilla Ice under pressure. Exactly. <laughs> like that was like, Jesus Christ, That was man. the classic like, yeah. you what? <laughs> you, you did. Because it sounds identical to under pressure. No, no, no. Remember that interview? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I changed it. So his goes dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, dun. Yeah. And mine goes dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just like this classic clip, and that's really what Vanilla, Vanilla, Vanilla. <laughs> I like how you're on a, a one name basis with him, a first name basis with uh, Vanilla Ice. With van- no, I, I just call him Vanilla. But go ahead, Vanilla. Uh, but in this one, this this uh, Donald Glover one for This Is America, uh, there there was a, a rapper named Jace Harley, and uh, if you haven't heard of him. It's not a surprise. There's there's a lot of people out there in the world that you, you don't hear about, that their shit gets stolen, and uh, and that's it. So uh, he wrote a song called American Pharaoh, and <clears throat> it, I, they played them side by side on TMZ yesterday, and fuck, man. Bad. Yeah. Uh, like, that one's that one's too similar where Glover. you're like, oh, you did and this. And I think even if Glover was like, hey, I've been listening to this guy, blah, 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 like, he's awesome, and like... I don't, but, but he didn't say shit. But here's the thing: I, I don't, I don't necessarily know that it's him, because um, for rap in particular, um, and having done fucking you know ten comedic rap songs, um, you you choose a beat, it's pre-made, and then you build your rap off of that. He's paying producers, so he oh, has a team oh, of producers. Oh, oh. So when he shows up at the studio, they're probably playing him. Uh, and this is no lie for any any album in general, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of two to four hundred beats. And then you gravitate towards one thing and uh, and the producers get paid if you choose their beat. Gotcha. So it could have been a case of this. However, the lyrics of This is America and American Pharaoh by this other guy are also very similar. 
where you're like, yeah, because mm. he's saying I'm an American when you go pharaoh. Lyra, lyrics, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, this to me, this one's way too close. Uh, the guy thus far has been cool about it. Where you know he said, "Look, man, it's all love." Um, I appreciate that I inspired somebody else and, um, you want to throw me a shout out. That's great. Um, but he said, he was like, dude, the day that that song came out, all of my friends literally hit me up and were like, Hey man, this is your fucking song. And, uh, I looked, I looked up this guy on Instagram. Like the dude is just like a, an artist, a normal, cool dude. And, um, yeah. And he, he, so far as of this week, yeah, we'll see has not sued or asked for any money, but I have a feeling someone out there is, is going to be like, Hey man, you know how much this song made and what a gigantic hit this is. We're going to go ahead and, and sue this, sue this up for you. Because, uh, the, the last time this happened, the more recent one was uh, blurred lines by Robin Thicke. Yes. Um, the Marvin Gaye family sued, um, because it sounded too similar to, to one of the Marvin Gaye songs. and Did you I, listen to that one? I, I did not. Okay. Um, but it was in court for, all these things are in court for two and a half and years. And he lost. He, he lost. Yeah. Um, and he lost the appeal. So he just lost the appeal a couple oh, weeks dang. ago. So um, that's over. That's done. And, you know, all the gajillion dollars, a big chunk of that's going to the Marvin Gaye family. I have a sneaky suspicion. Someone's going to file a lawsuit on this and, uh, this is America will be split in half with, with this guy. Oh yeah. Well, once somebody gets in his ear and there's the gotta be lawyers calling him, right? Hey man. Oh, this boy. is a no brainer. The, 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 the sharks are out and, uh, I guarantee you his, the, this Jace Harley guy, I think his should. phone was ringing off the hook. I think you should. Yeah. God I, damn, make a little bit of money off your song. Or uh, like other artists, um, if you like a song that is already out there, why not buy it off of them? Yeah. Uh, Beyonce did this. Um, I remember uh, one of my old best friend's girlfriends wrote uh, If I Were a Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, she recorded it, uh, played it acoustically, put uh, you know a video of herself playing it up on YouTube. Uh, Beyonce or her people found this song uh, and bought it out from from her and uh, gave her a you know a big chunk of change for it. Sure, and uh, and it was cool. Yeah, um, and, and you were like, all right, great. If you're gonna take an unknown artist song like this, because my my friend was completely unknown, and I'm talking, and why like, not pay them a little bit so you don't have to pay them a. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Do it right. Yeah. They agree on a number, you agree on a number, and you move on. Absolutely. And, you know, look, Beyonce did this, and uh, she benefited, my friend benefited. Like, sure. It's fucking great all the way around. That sounds like the right way to do it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so with with this, you know, fuck, man, uh, that's, that's going to be a tough one to me. I would say Glover didn't know, right? So you're saying like his people came to him with it. I, I, I'd be I, 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 surprised. So I, I would say, I would say he didn't. But then listening to the lyrics, unless they wrote the song for him too, um, you never know. You these don't. Days, you don't really know. And, and and because it's such a hidden thing with uh, writing music, and nobody wants to talk about it. And it's one of those things, in, especially in hip hop, where you get killed 
um, for having a ghostwriter or a writer on some of your songs. Uh, Drake endlessly gets killed for having ghostwriters, um, which to me is unfair because it, it, if you're trying to create the best art you can, uh, be it music or movies, it takes a fucking village of people, man. Like all these movies you see in the theaters, chances are there was 10 to 12 writers that were involved at some point. It wasn't just, you know, one person. I know it just sucks that there has to be just one face of it because people still don't understand that it takes a village to do anything. They give one person credit for everything. And, and, And the thing about it is, is why wouldn't you want to give credit to, to these people? And, uh, uh, and just create the best art and music you possibly can. So I don't know if Donald Glover r- writes his own music. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, the only person who's come forward and says, "Hey, I, I use writers all the time," is Kanye. Kanye did a, a huge piece with the New York Times um, about two or three days ago, and he addressed the, the issue head on um, because there was that that Drake uh, diss track. Of, you know, I used to, cause Drake, Drake was saying he used to ghostwrite for Kanye and he, go, he did some things on this new album. Kanye said, yeah, man, he did. And there's no ghostwriting behind it. And he goes, I, dude, I will listen to songs and music and my favorite songs that I think have great lines in them by writers. And I will immediately pick up the phone and fucking call these people out, um, to come and write with me. Yeah, well, Con- yeah, Kanye's more of like a producer or like a purveyor of taste, right? Like he's just like I find people that are rad and I make their shit, right? Yeah, but, yeah, but, but he's always kind of been. in order to make the greatest music. Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you? I, like that's what I would do. Fuck, H- hire as many writers as you can. Just try to make the best music there is. No one out there at home who's dancing or playing your music in a car is going to give a fuck who wrote the song. They just care that it's a great song. Same, exactly. same with a movie. And this was this was always my biggest problem, and it still is to this day on set, where it's like um, people are like, "Oh man, my job was more important than this other person's job on set," and you know, crew wise and all that stuff. And it's like, "Hey man, no one fucking care. There is not one audience member at home that is thinking about, oh, I wonder what the crew went through to shoot that shot." Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think that I'm being unfair to the crew, I'm not. Uh, most of the time people don't give a fuck who the director is. They don't give a fuck who the writer is. You they can't literally only care who well, the star. Like, like, what's your, what's your favorite movie of all time? Moonstruck? <laughs> no. It, it's something like that, right? What is it? Quick off the top of your head. Fine. Let's go with Moonstruck. American Beauty. Great. American Beauty. Who wrote, Sorry. who wrote American Beauty? Sam Wells. Hmm. That's not a human. It's somebody. That's not a human on Was this earth. <laughs> So Sam Wells. Waterwolf. Now now that 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 movie <laughs> won the Oscar. It won the Oscar. It was your favorite movie. Sure. And you don't even know the name of the writer of that. Um no, I... do you know who directed it? No. No, me neither. Um because I, I when I was when I was in the theater watching American Beauty and I watched I that movie know, in the theater. But yeah. Um I watched it and I was so blown away by the movie itself. I don't fucking care who like I don't I don't stay for the credits. Um, I'll stay for the the credits if it's an actor or something where I'm like holy shit. Um, like, but then there's things like Eternal Sunshine where like it's such an a specific type of movie, right? That you do know the director, right? Michelle yeah. Gondry or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, for the most part, and I feel like there's still people in the world that like it, all credit is given to like the star. 
and the co-star, almost like they made the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's really how much weight is put on on them. Do you know what I mean? If it's bad, it's their fault. Yeah. If it's great, it's because it's, of them. Exactly. It's not that like the writing was horrible or the director wouldn't let them do, you know what I mean? Or, or took the cut that was like the shittiest. So the editor, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it really is just like Stallone. It's just him. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. doing everything. Exactly. He's moving the lights. Wow. He's Stallone. Actually, is actually Stallone. That's a writing bad, and directing sorry, and producing. But spacey. Uh, yeah. Space. Yeah, it's Kevin like spacey. spacey is moving the, the lights around himself. Uh, and, and that, uh, that whole fucking conversation is just endlessly like tiresome, uh, with, with crew. Cause I'll have crew come up to me and be like, you know, so-and-so actor is a fucking asshole or he's asking for water or whatever the fuck it is. And I'm like, well, get it for him. Get it for him. Because when the movie's in, in the theaters, all they're going to care about is that person. Yep. They don't care about you or your job or that yeah. you killed yourself for 15 hours a day. Um, and, and it's, that's sad to say, but that, that is the truth. And, uh, I, I learned that harsh lesson a long, long time ago where I was just like, all right, great. Um, we've got to, to put the focus on these motherfuckers. And this is why you see so much, uh, bullshit out of actors. Um, like why is the actor going on like serious, like interviews and talking about the movie? Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> the director and the writer should always be. The ones that are going to give no one wants to see no them. one wants to see them. No one wants and to no have one these wants interviews. to hear about, you know, sometimes, like I said, there's a few that have made it to a status sure. where you want to hear them over the main actor, but it's very, very few. Yeah. Yeah. It, and they've it, had to have done few. it for years. Uh, but shout out, shout out to Kanye for coming out and doing that article and just saying, Hey man, uh, kind of exposing it for what it really is and treating it. He, tr- the, the way this article is in the New York times. And if you get a chance to read it, um, if you're a, you know, a fan of hip hop or just art, uh, I recommend it. He treats it like a movie. So he's treating these albums like a movie where it's like, he's hiring the best team of people to create, you know, one thing that is essentially like a movie, like, like an album where he's just like, great. Uh, and, and he broke it down like on specific verses of like, yeah, Drake wrote the hook in yikes, like the, that his, you know, number one hit song. And he's just like, uh, so-and-so wrote this other line. So-and-so wrote this other line. I mean, he, and he said them by name for like, I mean, he was calling out lines and songs where you're just like, Jesus, man, that, that that's dope. And, uh, and he was just like, yeah, man, he goes, you know, we, we get all these, he goes, I hire all these people, I fly them out to, in this case, Wyoming, fly them out to Wyoming and we have, you know, the beat, the structure, everything is down. Uh, the cadence of what I want my voice to do mm-hmm. to match this beat is there. Now we're just trying to find the best lines that match up to make this song the best. And it's, you know, he's saying, fuck in this article, there's eight to 12 people per song trying to figure out what is sonically the best and uh, lyrically the best. And I, I like that. Uh, fuck. I, Cause all I want is hits. I don't give a shit who wrote them. Um, fucking just drop bangers all goddamn day. Uh, what's the, what's the shame in that is, is what I never understood. Yeah. Um, Cause if you look at the greatest hip hop artists of, of all time, I, to me, you know, look, people will say like Sugar Hill Gang and all that other shit. The the thing that really broke it out in the mainstream was NWA, um, where it just kind of exploded, where I was just like, holy shit. Um, it, it was no longer like hip hop was, was where you lived anymore. It was just, oh, fuck, this is mainstream shit. And they're kicking down doors and, uh, and doing all their shit. 
Ice Cube was the ghostwriter for Dr. Dre, Easy E, all that stuff. Like he wrote all of that music. Um, and you don't care. Nobody cared because it was great music. So you just didn't give a shit. Yeah, that whole ba- band, I guess, yeah. was Dr. Dre yep. and Ice Cube. So writing and then producing. Do- yeah. yeah. So he did all the producing and Easy, everything. Easy E had a great voice. Sure, but you just kind of put him up there and like, yeah. but. And he was saying it over and over again, line by line, yeah. and it was already written, and they made great music. So, what's, what is the shame in that? Uh, is, is what I can't figure out. And like with, with this, this is America thing, like if they did jack this guy's song, why not just call him and buy it and say, yeah, man, this guy did something cool. Nobody saw it. So I'm going to make it better. Cause it is, look, if you listen to the, to the, the two songs side by side, this is America's definitely fucking awesome and rad. Totally. And, uh, it is way better than this other guy's song. However, when you hear this other guy's song, you'll, you'll be like, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. all right. Um, and same with, uh, if I were a boy, Google that, um, or, or go to YouTube and watch it, watch the original, uh, the, the, the girl who was my friend, her name was BC Jean. Um, she wrote that song and performed it on YouTube and you'll get, it's still up. So you'll get to see what it was in its original form. And it's it, look, she, she's a great person, but she it married is, to somebody. Yes. The, the guy from dancing with okay, stars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now she was dating my friend for years but uh anyways uh if you go and check out this track it is good but not beyonce good sure and it's like it's different right it's just a completely different it's just an acoustic acoustic, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. uh and it's good she's a she's a decent singer and all that stuff but she's she's not beyonce yeah it's it's It's, very beyonce is beyonce beyonce Beyonce, but still beyonce needs to have people help her with writing because you cannot yeah it's so impossible to be absolutely amazing at every single thing yeah dancing singing Uh, yeah you know like styling a fucking video Video, like all of it choreograph like you cannot be good at everything so why not like but also she's trying to find the most hits that she could possibly put out for the world and uh i dude i i know what what bc got paid for that song and it was real good so sure. uh, Beyonce took she care of her. She was happy. Oh, everybody all, all the way around was, was extremely happy. But that's what happy. it should be. So Glover needs to. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how we'll this all see. shakes out. My, my guess is uh, there will be lawyers. Um, this will be public. And, uh, it and will, there may be blood. Yeah, there will be blood. <laughs> Bone dry. <laughs> Bone dry. Bone dry. He's going to. Yeah. DDL. It's like I'm bone dry. Uh, it's time for that point in the show. Where we get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. Um, this one is is uh, going out to, to somebody who is near and dear to, uh, to your heart. Um, talking, about, talking about Samuel. Mendez. Alexander Mendez, James. <laughs> Sam Mendez. Mendez. Yeah, yeah. I like was so close <laughs> though, right? He is the director of American Beauty. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Um, he was with that Kate Winslet. That's the only reason I knew his name. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> he, that's uh, sad. That's sad. That, oh, they, that, that they get divorced? Or? No, that, that's the only reason that I would know the name exactly. of my Because of he's married my... to a mm-hmm, famous fucking mm-hmm. actress. To an actress yep. that made the whole movie herself. <laughs> 
In Titanic, she made that boat. Oh, boy. So in case you don't know Sam Mendes out there, he directed American Beauty. He directed Road to Perdition. Uh, he directed Jarhead. He directed Revolutionary Road. Yes. Directed Skyfall. Uh, directed Spectre. I mean. And still, I didn't know his fucking No. And he's one of the biggest God directors uh, of all time. That's you, not saying You much. don't know his name. I don't know anyone. You don't know I'm his not name. Not good at anything. But. James. And, uh, th- but that's, that's, the, that's the world. That is the world and that's what's going on. So uh, I don't fault you for it because I didn't know either. Sure. Um, I, I didn't know the writer. And I'm, look, all I do is write every goddamn day. And it's the writer's Alan Ball. I know. Yeah. Alan Ball's Did one I of the biggest Ball? writers of all time. I, and I still... Ball. No, yeah. I didn't. No, you didn't. In my mind. <laughs> in my mind, I knew it was something like that. You didn't. And it's just, uh, you know, fuck Ball's, that. Ball's written a couple of things, huh? Ah, couple. I'll, I'll, I'll briefly t- touch on what, what he's done. <laughs> um, creator. Sure. And writer of True Blood. Oh, boy. Tiny Show did nothing. No biz. Um, no, I, did anybody watch that? Probably not. Mm. Uh Totally kidding. Um, another show he created and wrote, um, Six Feet Under. Heard of uh, it? Ah, yes. No, no. There you go. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> American Beauty. Uh, used to be a writer for Sybil, Grace Under Fire. So, yeah. Oh, I loved me some Grace Under Fire. Now that is a deb. He's now the executive producer of Banshee. Um, there's a, there's a, a fucking weird segment who loved that show, by the way. Um, sure. And then here and now he does now, but uh, yeah, well, again, one of the biggest of all time. Don't know it. Don't know their names. Um, so shining, so, shining a little light on these guys today. Yeah, a little yeah, light on these part. guys today. Doing your part. And again, man, I will, I will, uh, I'll give props to Lena Dunham um, for for going down there and actually attempting to make a difference and uh, and ha- helping getting your your getting voice. dirty, getting hot, yeah. getting sweaty, sacrificing some money, some time. Because look, man, that that I've I've been down to where where she's been at. What what do you think? It was probably one fifteen for sure in the shade, maybe for sure. No shade. No, there was no shade. None. By the way, you, you can't because there's no trees down there, Ooh. so it's like good luck. Ooh. Yeah. So I look, kudos to them. I, I've sh- I, look, I shit on you all the time. Uh, still not a fan of of your whole shit. But uh, we're I, a I, fan I, of putting your money where your mouth absolutely. is. Absolutely, and and no I, matter and what you're doing, I, re- I respect uh, the celebrities who did go down there. Um, cause we sure shit didn't. Yeah. Well, well, look, well, no, because I don't, I, I, I thought everything that I thought was going on and happening. And, and when I, once I talked to the, you know, Rocco from the border patrol, it, it was exactly what I have been talking about. Um, and again, we'll cross over that episode next week. Uh, it'll be on drinking bros podcast tomorrow. Uh, Japes. Yeah. I, I found myself at 8am this morning. Look at you. He's back. Yeah. Yeah. What a what a way to start the day, huh? Boom. I, I feel like I can conquer great? the world. That's just terrible. Just a, just a bit fucking, of coffee. It's fucking terrible. Talking um, to some friends. <laughs> You're a regular Hoda. I really am. <laughs> I really You're am. a regular Hoda and Kathy Lee. And I need to be praised as such. Um, <laughs> All right. So when I come up to the studio, I would like a nice huge goblet of white wine, just like Hoda and Kathy Lee at seven in the morning. (sighs) I'll take a warm red. I could do a cold white this early. I could do a cold white this early. 
A cold white, yeah. yeah. A spark. I would love a little bubbly. Yeah. A little, I could do a, a bubbly. spritzer. A I could spritzer. do a bubbly. I could do a spritzer. I could do a glass bottom boat. Take yourself to. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. Yep. That's why we are not Kathy Lee and Hoda, and we never will be on no, NBC. No, you can definitely not talk about a glass bottom nope. boating people on. Uh... I would talk about it, but just as if it's a real <laughs> glass bottom boat. Gosh, I saw gonna, I saw great things. I'm going to have to name this episode The Glass, Glass Bottom, Bottom Boat at this point. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.